0: He's a blessed man that has a, 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 an amazing gift at guitar. And so, and then he got to sing, you know, and and Logan, thanks so much for all you do, brother, because Logan's an amazing guitar player as well. And by the way, that song is not easy to do. So, it can kind of tell you the type of musicians and singers that we have at our, at our church. So, there's a lot of different reasons other than just worshiping the Lord that we actually do things like this so that people can express their gifting, if that makes sense. So... Uh, there's other ways you all going well I can't play guitar well you can teach children you can <laughs> I'm gonna stretch you you some of y'all <laughs> like to change diapers yeah you, know? uh, you know what well my daughter's 12 and she like she's working in the nursery sometimes and she she's overseen by adults as well you know but uh, she's going daddy I'll change the diaper today I'm going Okay, and then yeah, and, and and nobody else could do it, and I was you know, and and y'all are going, oh, that sounds interesting, Cass. But here's the deal: my daughter, who's 12, is using her gifting, and she is excited about coming to church. Does that make sense? And so that it's kind of when you're when you're invested in something, when you're when you're invested, it becomes. Alive on the inside of you. And that's why we don't have religion at Pathway Church. Religion is dead, religion put Jesus on the cross. But we have this thing that's, that's uh, it's the Holy Spirit, it's the living God, it's Jesus dwelling on the inside of us that causes us to be excited because we're going on a mission trip every Sunday. We're going to a memorial service every Sunday where we show up and we bring honor to a great life, which is Jesus Christ. That's why we're here. So, hope, uh, hope y'all enjoyed that. I was trying to get Michael, uh, our worship leader, and some of the other guys to wear spandex so we could go back to the, uh, go back to the old striper days. I don't know if y'all remember that or not. <laughs> I'm joking, okay? Some of y'all, the visitors are going, I don't know if I'm coming back there next week. But, uh, uh, <laughs> and it's so sad, y'all. Uh, I, was, that was, I'm, I come from a very legalistic background when I first got saved. And I, I mean, I, I thought, if you're not reading your Bible, you're going to hell. You know, I mean, that's kind of the way I was. And um, and I remember calling my mom and dad and telling them, well, I, I I actually made a cassette tape. And me and Treasure, my wife's name is Treasure, if you don't know, still have the tape somewhere. And um, i tell you how old I am. Cassette tapes just came out, you know, uh, back then. And, uh, and I, I remember, well... Me and treasure found it one day and we played it and I told my mom and dad that striper who was a, a rock and roll band that wore spandex and everything, you know And y'all can look them up guys if you want to but I told my mom and dad they were going to hell because they had spandex on you know, and uh So anyway, it was my my first experience with rock and roll Christian music. But hey, we just experienced some rock and roll Christian music that they changed the words to. And if you noticed, the, the word I'm redeemed was in it. That word redeemed is not just a religious word, but it actually means being returned to your original intent that when you give your life to to God, to Jesus, you accept him as your Lord and Savior, he comes into your life and he begins a a work in you. If you'll yield to him, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow him. That's what Jesus said. It's an everyday thing where we are yielding to the very best that God has for us. And when we do that, God returns us to our original intent. I was never gonna be a pastor. There was no way. I was a football player in college. I was going to play in the NFL and on and on and on. And I did. I played a little bit in the NFL. I I joke around. I I caught a pass, you know. But uh, that was funnier in my head, you know. (laughs) Y'all are going, we've already heard that one, Francis. All the visitors kind of giggled and nobody else said anything. Okay. Um, But I remember the guy said, you're going to be a pastor one day. I said, ain't no way, man. I'm, I'm going to make some money and I'm going to do all that. And as I just continued to grow, God had a plan for me where I was going to pastor. It may not be your plan. You may be a, uh, a, someone who's a, a, a plant worker and God's called you to be a plant worker and to shine the light of God in the plants. You may be a teacher and you may be a business owner. You, you know, everywhere we go, the harvest field is ripe there are people that are desperate to come to know God (laughs) and and God can't wait to introduce Jesus to them and and so we do it in a lot of different ways here's an easy way hey you should uh you ever thought about going to pathway they did Van Halen Sunday in church you know they did Desperado last week man that I don't really know what's going on there but I there's there's something there that's alive you know, and it, we know it's the Holy Spirit. You know, we know God's moving. So we're changing our words, y'all. We're not just changing our words so that we are moral in the community, but we're changing our words so that firstly, firstly, uh, so it is firstly even accurate? I don't know. You know, <laughs> it works at Little Cyprus, okay? That's where I'm from. So it works over there. So, firstly, all right. <laughs> Firstly, guys, it's for us. Changing your words to, to uh, mimic and model the King of kings and the Lord of lords is for you first. It puts you in right perspective. And then it's for other people. So, we're going to change our words, and let me show you what the Word of God says. I talk about this all the time. Y'all are probably going to get tired of it, but I'm going to encourage you to memorize this verse, Joshua 1.8. This book of the law, or actually, I, I memorized it through the probably the King James or New American Standard. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so you may observe all that is written in it, and then... You shall have good success and you will be prosperous, okay? So, here's, the, here's some key points. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. The key word there, always, okay? Keep God's way of communicating always on your lips. And when you do, things begin to change. God gave us this amazing tool that when we speak his word out, it affects our future. It changes our lifestyle. It, it affects what comes into your life and it helps to get rid of things out of your life that are not appropriate. So always on your lips, meditate on it day and night. And last week I talked about meditation because the word meditate actually means to murmur and to say out loud Okay? So God is saying, always put the Word of God on your lips and murmur and meditate on it all day long. It actually comes from another word that um, uh, uh, where cows, they call it chewing the cud. I know it sounds kind of gross, but it's, you know, cows eat the grass, it goes down into their stomach, and then it comes back up again, and they chew some more on it, and then it goes down, and then it comes back up. And it, you know, that's meditation on the Word of God. Let it go into your mouth, chew on a little bit, meditate on it, say it out loud, confess it, murmur it in your quiet times, in your prayer times, and then let it go down into your heart, let it come back up, say it again, you know? That's why I loved, I mean, I don't know even how long ago I, I memorized the scripture, but delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. I think it's in Psalm 37, okay? <laughs> It's a missing element in the American church's limit in the life, in your own personal life. And you can even ask yourself this question where am I on a scale from one to 10 on meditating on the Word of God? Oh, wow. I'm a two, I'm a one, I'm a zero. You know? Or maybe you're a seven, eight, or nine, or 10. You know, I'm, man, I'm knocking it out, Francis. I'm doing this. And God is revolutionizing my future. I'm so energized and excited about the very next thing that I need to do for God. And oftentimes, when we look at the basics of, you know, I talk to people all the time that are struggling. And 100% of the time, They are missing some very fundamental key elements of this Christian walk. (laughs) The Christian walk that is not about do's and don'ts. You'll hear me. It's about this family reunion we're having. We're together. We're falling in love with each other. We're, you know, there's not, I mean, this morning... And I talked about it in the first service. There's a man named James that serves at our church in the back. Thanks, James, for being here. He got here early this morning, almost before anybody, and he's still here all the way through two services. And him and Randy and some other people are you know, making sure I got my clicker because I forgot my clicker last week, you know. And James is going, "Hey, we got your clicker, and it's in there." And I'm not throwing anybody under the bus that forgot their clicker, you know. I'm going, "Okay, I think he's talking about me," but you know. <laughs> but, and so, but and we we joke around and stuff. But the cool thing is, he's figured this thing out. He gave his life to the lord recommitted a year or so ago he got water baptized he went through growth track he's he's uh he he's serving and he's looking ahead what does the ministry of jesus christ need and he's checking the doors and checking the thermostats and i didn't ask him to do any of this he just he's got it down in his heart And that's what God is doing. As we get the Word of God in us, it affects us. It begins to change us. So, the key part here is not always, but it's day and night. I used to teach the students all the time, look, meditate on the Word, and I'm good about day, personally. And so, I can't tell you, probably every third or fourth day, God, help me remember to meditate on your Word at nighttime. I'm one of those method people, okay? Uh, And there is method in the Scripture. There's an equation. There's a formula in the Scripture. But it's not because we have to. It's because we get to. And that's part of this family that we have, that we're working together. We're working with Jesus. not. I know it sounds crazy, but we're not working for Jesus, although he is our king. We're working in partnership with him. That's the amazing thing about relationship. So, day and night, right? We're going to do it. So that you may be careful to do everything written in it for you. You meditate on His word always, day and night, so you'll careful to do everything. If you live the way God wants you to live and not you don't have to be perfect.' You're just your direction is perfection. If you live this way, you read, you pray, you worship, you serve, you give, you disciple, you confess God's word. When we're living like God tells us to do, then our way will be made I love this. Prosperous and successful. I sign up for that every time, y'all. That's what got my attention. When I read that scripture, I didn't even realize the meditation. I didn't realize always. I didn't realize um, the uh, day and night. I didn't realize observe and do. I realized that. That's not hard for a good American to, to figure out. Well, then I went, oh, wow, how do I get that? And then I went back up and looked at the rest of the scripture and it showed me how to live. So, the word of God spoken out of your mouth has power it is powerful right. <laughs> any word spoken out of your mouth is powerful yeah. Yeah. death and life are in the power of the tongue those who love it shall eat its fruit and, and I'm going to talk about this next week but in Daniel chapter 10 verse 12 even angels showed up to Daniel and they said we have come for your not prayer and he was a praying man, we have come for your words. Wow. If angels show up today and they come for your words of yesterday, what do you think you're going to get? Here's some of the stuff I'm going to get. Lord, thank you for a black-topped parking lot with a f- brand-new front facade on this building, God. Thank you, Lord, for a, uh, a baptismal with a, a, a waterfall, God. Uh, Lord, thank you, God, that, uh, that we got a sign on this building, God. And, Lord, when people drive by, unbelievers will be drawn to the signs. God, in Jesus' name. You see, and I prayed that for years and it is about to happen. It's coming to pass. It's working. God's moving for all of us behind the scenes based on what's coming out of your mouth. Based on, it's just one of the pieces to the puzzle. You go, oh, it's not that dogmatic. I'm telling you. It's not just that, but that is a huge piece to the puzzle. But it's not a, I'm not trying to tell you, wow, I I could get into some deep stuff, but I'm not trying to tell you that every single thing that you, you can't go, hey, uh, in the name of Jesus, I'm, I'm getting a Mercedes, okay? That's not what I'm talking about. But, hey, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that every chair in this building has a family's Name on it in Jesus' name. God, thank you that every row in this building lot, Lord, represents another church service. Lord, thank you, God, that some of these rows represent another church somewhere in another location, God. Lord, thank you that you're raising people up to maturity in our house, God, and they're going to walk on water, raise the dead, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, cast out demons, do the works you did, and greater. And you are moving in our midst, oh God. You're moving behind the scenes, God, to show people that you're real. And that, you are, uh, that you're loving in Jesus' name. You see how this works, y'all? That's according to his will. I didn't pray anything that was not in his will for people in our community to come to know God. Okay? He doesn't want any to perish. If you're here today and you're not 100% sure that you're going to heaven, this is your day. God is begging you. You're not here on accident. You're here to to taste the freedom of, of the life that is living. I call it the bungee jumping life. The bungee jumping for Jesus life. So experience the power with your word. So what did God say to Moses? Okay, I love this. The children of Israel are delivered out of Egypt and they're, all right, we got victory. We're going. All of a sudden, they get up to the sea and they got the sea in front of them and Pharaoh's army behind them and Pharaoh's about to kill them all. And God said, I mean, Moses should kill them all. And he goes up and he goes, hey, God's about to fight for you. And God speaks to Moses after he said that. And it's interesting, this is what he says. And the Lord said unto Moses, wherefore criest thou unto me? He basically said, look, dude, I'm not doing anything right now. (laughs) But speaking to the children of Israel that they go forward. God's speaking to you today. You have an obstacle in front of you. He's he's saying, Don't wait on me. Move in faith. Not faith in faith, but faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ. That He's got this. He you can trust Him. You can trust him with your future, but he needs you to move. Don't just stand there going, God, deliver me, deliver me, deliver me. That's not that right now. We're speaking to the mountain, all right? Why? God says, Moses, why are you asking me? He says, speak. Speak to the mountain. He created the whole world by speaking the word. How is your world going to look as you're creating it and God has spoken to you, speak to that difficulty. Command that mountain to move in the name of Jesus. Okay, as you don't know my husband, you don't know my wife. And I'll tell you a quick testimony and I'm running out of time. But it's so good. Thanks, Brian. You reminded me. I think we have mental telepathy going here. You reminded me last week, actually. Um, okay I don't like telling this story some of y'all have heard it but uh, I spent my whole life saying I was going to play football in the NFL and uh, that's what I believed I worked hard for it finally got there, signed a pro contract and uh, the weird thing is my senior year playing football at Arkansas State I went the whole year with a bunch of guys around me who were not going to go to the next level and great guys, loved them. They were, they were good. They were real, we were ranked number one in the country for uh, the whole year, for two years in a row, basically. Off and on the, the first year, but the second year, all year long, we're number one in the country. And number one in defense and number two in offense. And a bunch of really good, great athletes. Many of those guys did play. But the guys I'm hanging out with in my room, we're all talking about, they're talking about, man, we hate this. We're, we're literally 38 weeks into the season. We had a 15-game season in Division I AA. And, uh, and we got to where Man, I hate this. Oh, man, I hate practice. I hate to, I hate to go lift weights. where we're exhausted. Um, and somewhere in my life, I started communicating those things. Well, then I sign a... I go down to Tampa, and we, we, they tested me and all this stuff, and I, I signed a contract with them there. And uh, I, my... It wasn't in my heart anymore I didn't have the same intensity to live my dream you have a dream and it's some of us it's been clouded by our words because your thought life will follow your words be careful don't let the enemy come in and steal your dream the dream of our college and career growing to five dream of our children's ministry growing, the dream that put God's dream first, and he will give you yours. And so through all of that, I lost my intensity. I was not the same person, literally. And the best way I can describe it is used to when I was, my my junior year in college, if I went across the middle and I caught the ball and they hit me real hard, you know, I would get up and it, no matter how bad it hurt, I'd get up and kind of Mess with a defender is that all you got whatever you know man when I went to Tampa I didn't want to go across the middle no more you know you know Uh, I didn't want to when we were running sprints at the end of practice I didn't want to be first and I indirectly think about writing a book called how to get cut from the NFL okay we don't use the word cut in my home by the way we only use the word um, released Okay. <laughs> so, Daddy, come help me cut this out for my school project. No, ma'am. We're going to come release you as you do that. You know? Anyway, <laughs> I'm joking. So, anyway, we're going to speak to the mountain, y'all. Okay. And uh, I got to show you this because it's so good. But it was when Joshua spoke to the sun that it stood still, giving him time to accomplish a great victory. I could preach a just on that. Okay. But what do he do? He spoke in the natural elements of this world were subject to the man or woman of God when he's speaking God's plan, okay? It was when Elijah spoke to King Ahab that there was no rain for three years. When he spoke to authority, we have authorities in our nation right now that need to be spoken to in our private prayer time. As we're in our prayer time, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I command for our authorities, our wicked authorities to come to know you. I command in Jesus' name for those wicked authorities to submit to you, to, to rule in righteousness in Jesus' name. Lord, and if they don't, we pray you remove them like you did Sennacherib's army, God, in Jesus' name. You know, that's, man, speak to authority. Now, when you're being pulled over by the cops, you wanna be, hey, thank you, brother. You know, <laughs> all right. And not, I'm talking about those people over there in Little Cyprus, not here, right? Okay, I'm joking, all right. So it was when Zerubbabel spoke to the cornerstone of the temple that the Lord began moving and the project came to completion. When did the Lord begin moving? When he spoke to the foundation of the, the ministry of God's plan when he spoke, just like I've been doing with, you know, I'm asking God and declaring a thing, and it will be established according to the word of God, that people who don't know Jesus comes to Pathway Church, because I know we've got something that they would love if they'll just give it a chance. So, these people understood the essential principle, I love this, that the word in them had to be spoken by them, if they were to see results around them, okay? Put the Word of God on the inside of you. Speak it out loud in your prayer time or sometimes you're just speaking God's Word. Uh, I challenge you, speaking God's Word, uh, to to get uncomfortable, okay? Because you can't get away from this principle. It's all through the Word of God. And we... You may not be 100% right in the way we approach this but man it is a principle that will set you free it'll break addictions off your life it will somehow supernaturally bring love into a situation that you said there's no way this can happen your words are painting the portrait of your future so let's let's pray Father, we love you so much. You're so good. And God, help us to let this sink down inside of us. Let that song that we sang, God, Lord, let us jump, jump into this teaching, God, into this understanding. Let us find all the scriptures, God, that talk about what comes out of our mouth affects our future. God, thank you, Lord, that you're introducing this as something brand new to some people. And then, Lord, others already know about this, and and yet we continue to speak negativity. So God, in Jesus' name, mature us, grow us up, help us to to talk like Jesus talked when he was here on planet Earth, to, to seek and to save the lost, to love people like we've never loved before. Lord, we give you the glory and praise. And there may be people here today that's not sure you're going to heaven. If you'll accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can be sure you're going to heaven. So I'm going to pray a simple prayer by faith. You repeat it in your heart. Believe this meditation of of prayer, and God's going to do a miracle in your life and take you to your next step so your destiny will be fulfilled. So pray with me in your heart. Father, I love you, and I give you my life. I need you, God, more than ever. I need you, Lord. So I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And I believe that he died on the cross for me, and he shed his blood for me, and he gave me eternal life. And because of that, Lord, I ask you to cause my spirit to be born again so I can live for you all the days of my life. Help me, Lord. I'm going to need your help. Give me a hunger for your word, and help me to always speak good things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.